Hello everyone, and welcome back to Dinner at Euphony's with your host, Take a Ironhoof. Tonight, we have the story of Mahi, who visits Coach Knight's house for trick-or-treat, although a kinky toy is a bit of both for the lustful pair. If you would like to read this story for yourself, you can find it at sofurry.com slash view slash 1384589. And if you'd like a story of your own from this wonderful author, they're open for commissions. You can find more information at amethyst-mare.sofurry.com. Come and relax with us as we dive into another world of furry erotica. Some of the tags for the story are as follows. Gay, male, anthro, feline, anal, oral, teasing, chastity, passion, Halloween, dom, and sub. The Chastity Trick Written by Amethyst Mayer Trick or treat. The tiger leaned back against the doorframe, raising an eyebrow at the student before him, who was undoubtedly a side too old to be trick-or-treating. Of course, he wasn't objecting to Mahi's costume choice, the sexy cheerleader clad in a pink and blue ensemble that left little to the imagination. If the timber bun, the usual hybrid of a timber wolf and a rabbit, twitched his hips just right, he could see the matching pink and blue striped underwear he was wearing a classy jockstrap complete with a nice, alluring bulge. Coach Knight smirked and folded his arms. Now, what would bring you here, Mahi? The timber bun couldn't help but squirm, holding out the pumpkin-shaped trick-or-treat bucket with both paws. His paws a dark and luxurious shade of brown as the rest of his coat, bar the accents on his ears and the slice of cream down his belly, revealed by the cut-off shirt of the cheerleader uniform. Knight grinned even more widely, openly allowing his eyes to roam the body of the college student who he had already spent so many nights with. But Mahi had something more tantalizing still for him, and, blushing manically all the while, shook the bucket, something rattling inside. His long ears, flopping down to his shoulders, bobbed with urgency, but the twinkle in his eyes could not be mistaken for anything besides his typical deviant nature. Curious himself, Coach Knight tipped forward, standing tall enough to see into the bottom of the bucket without much effort at all, and what he found there made his grin all the wider. Something thick and wanton plumping out the front of his pants, too, suitably chosen for their loose fit around the house, although they left absolutely nothing to the imagination once things started getting interesting. You best be coming in, Dunbun. As if Mahi was going to leave now that his little gift had been revealed, the timberbun squeaked as his arms grabbed, tumbling over the threshold as, an instant later, the door slammed on his heels, and then he was in the home of the tiger that he had spent so many pleasant hours with, his tail hole automatically clenching down as if he could already feel the coach's cog buried in there, driving deep and spreading him open, as he so very badly yearned to be. He could have that still, but something else would not be his, and that something else was swiftly revealed as Coach Knight withdrew the chastity cage out of his bucket 
twirling it around on one thick finger as if it was a prize. I think you need a strip off there. A command didn't have to be imperative to convey what it meant, and Mahi most certainly wasn't about to argue with his coach, a little thrill shivering through him at being so directed. It was so much better to give up control and do as he was told, but it was a lot harder to keep himself restrained, and his cock was hardening up as he bent over, showing off his backside and raised tail as he slipped off his jockstrap. But that was all Coach Knight needed from him, a rumbling purr grinding up his throat as he grabbed the timber bun and forced him up against the wall face first, hips thrust back at the tiger, as if he wanted to be fucked and pounded right then and there. Of course, the tiger was also very eager to try out the gift so kindly given, and must have had some experience of it from earlier times with other partners. But his experience only made Mahi moan all the harder for him, whimpering as his balls were squeezed only for the sake of getting him just about soft enough for the cage to go on over his shaft. The ring slipped around his balls, securing them neatly back and in place, tucked away. But his cock instantly tried to get harder against the unyielding bars, the pressure both exciting and uncomfortable enough to keep him in check. <sighs> That's right, Mahi. Coach Knight growled, hot breath tickling the timber bun's ear. You brought this here, so you must want to show your submission in another way to me. Don't you? That wasn't what Mahi had thought at all. In all honesty, he didn't know what he'd been thinking when he selected the chastity cage and skipped off down the road to the coach's house who ruled and dominated oh so very many of his dreams. The road was light beneath his larger half-rabbit hindpaws, and his heart pounded with such an intoxicating rumble that it was a wonder that he was able to stay upright at all and wasn't already on his knees sucking that delicious tiger cock. Coach Knight grasped the back of his neck firmly but gently, towing him through the living room, the walls lined with trophies won in younger days. Of course, he was still as fit and rippling with muscle as ever, but the competitions he tackled in those days were of a more private sort and not the kind of thing he flaunted around the college campus. No, he didn't have to show off to know that he was a stud and he flopped heavily onto the sofa with such an overbearing air of dominance that Mahi could not help but drop beside him, on his knees in his cute cheerleader uniform and his knees spread apart. How long can you go without this? Knight grinned, toying with the chastity device key, passing it slowly from one paw to the other. It's not your choice anymore. You don't have another key now, do you, Timberbun? That wouldn't be fun at all, if you could just get out at any time. Mahi shivered and shook his head. The tiger's grin widened further, if that was even possible. Good. You can suck my cock now. He needed absolutely no further invitation than that, and leaned in quickly, yanking his coach's pants down far enough to free his cock and balls. The thick, dark-skinned shaft throbbed hard and proud for his attention. Mahi's lips were already parted as he dived for it, cock hard and straining against the bars of the cage, but he could not think of that when he had such a sweet shaft stretching his lips, pre-cum trickling onto his tongue as he took it as deep as he possibly could. 
and it was just like coming back home again, having what he craved so badly every time he was away from the tiger, imagining and dreaming of just what that gorgeous cock could do for him. Of course, the name of the game was pleasing the dominant tiger, but the beast's hard paw on the back of his head, forcing him down, was all he needed to remember just where that place truly was. <sighs> Deeper. He had to please. Losing himself in the moment, Mahi half-closed his eyes, sinking more and more deeply into submission as the world narrowed for him. Nothing mattered but the striped fur of the tiger before him, muscles tense and taut beneath his paws as he quickly roamed the coach's form, feeling how tight he was in the quads. He must have worked out legs that day. The thought of the tiger, all hot and sweaty and riled up for very non-sexual, musky reasons, only encouraged him to suck all the harder, taking his cock as deep as possible into the back of his throat, stifling his own gag reflex. Eyes watering, Mahi whimpered around that fat length and forced his head down, jaws stretched wide and ears falling forward. Luckily for him, however, Coach Knight wanted something more himself and drew Mahi off his cock without warning, a string of spittle connecting his lips to the tiger's shaft for the briefest of moments before he was hauled back and away, nothing more than a toy to be used in Knight's strong, dominating paws. He was perhaps a little too willing to be handled so roughly and made no complaint other than to groan when he was bent over the tan arm of the sofa, a paw forcing his head down even as his cock ached for release. But the key was tucked away in the tiger's hold, and he wasn't about to give it up any time soon as he growled, tail lashing, and pressed the head of his drooling saliva-coated cock up to the tantalizing pucker of Mahi's tail hole. Well, it's not like I can use that cock of yours for anything when it's all locked up. As if that settled the deal, he bore down, using every ounce of power in his hips and glutes to bear down, and down, and down, shoving his cock inch by inch into the poor timber bun's rump, although he was not a fur who would have thought himself unlucky in the passionate heat of the moment. He wasn't taking no for an answer, and forced Mahi's body to accept him, powering in with a long, slow thrust that betrayed the fact that he had all the time in the world to fuck and enjoy the locked-up submissive boy. Fuck, <clears throat> oh, you're tight. <clears throat> Mahi could not have said whether it was mockery or a compliment, but he whimpered all the same, bobbing his head as he was fucked, his cock aching all the while. Just why had he given away that key? A part of him yearned to snatch it back and release himself for the sake of his own sordid pleasure but he knew that he would never actually do that, loving his place and position beneath Coach Knight too much to give it up. It was worth it. Even the lick of pain as his cock grew uncomfortably hard, seeking to swell where there was no space to do so. But that didn't bother the tiger, who hammered in, taking his pleasure in long, powerful thrust that claimed every drop of ecstasy for his own, breath raking through his windpipe, with every long drag. Gonna. But that was all the warning Mahi got before the first spurt of thick cum hit his anal passage, flooding him with a hot, heavy dose of seed that he had been left craving since. Well, last time he was lucky enough to be fucked by the coach, 
and it was just as likely that he would crave it until the next time too, and the time after that, and the time after that. He knew when he was addicted, and there wasn't anything better to be addicted to than the tiger's seed, whether Knight poured it into his tail hole or straight down his throat, drinking from the tap. Heaving a rasping sigh, Knight shifted his hips, languishing in his orgasm as it tapered off, slow to finish completely. It was just another side that showed simply how virile he was in comparison to the locked-up timber bun. There's plenty more where that came from. He growled, lips pulling back from his teeth in the barest hint of a snarl. Don't tell me you're sore just yet. Although he was sore, quite so, in fact, the timber bun could not possibly bring himself to disappoint Coach Knight, and so lifted his head with a great effort, eyes bright and lips lustfully parted. The throbbing of his caged cock could not be ignored, but the hard shaft under his tail, well, that was something he wasn't about to give up in a hurry. And the night of Halloween was still but young. If that was the trick, then I've earned my treat. The paw tightening on the back of his neck told him that he had hit just the right note, the tiger's tail lashing as it hit the small lamp on the side table. It was perhaps a feature that wasn't suited to the home of an anthro with an overly active tail, but Coach Knight wasn't about to hold back his lust, cock throbbing and spurting the last drops of thick seed from his first load into the timber bun's tight hole. Oh no, there were many more loads to come that night, if only for Coach Knight. Mahi, however, would have to wait and squirm and beg for that key back. And that would take a while. And with that, we conclude this episode of Dinner at Yiffney's with your host, Taka Ironhoof. I would like to take a second to thank Amethyst Mayor for allowing me to read this story along with the next two episodes, which are also by Amethyst Mayor. I would also like to thank Jamie for playing the parts of both Coach Knight and Mahi. Jamie, would you mind saying a few words? Hey guys, this has been Jamie VA. If you would like to listen to any of my other audio work or even hire me, then you can find me on Discord, Reddit, Casting Call Club, and you can donate to me on coffee.com. If you have enjoyed this episode and would like to read the story for yourself, you can find it at sofurry.com slash view slash 1384589. I would also like to mention that Amethyst Mayor is open for commissions. You can find more information at amethyst-mayor.sofurry.com. Again, I hope you've enjoyed tonight's story, and thank you for listening. And please, come again. <laughs>